Hello, everybody, and welcome to show. I like show better than podcast. To the secret podcast. And you're not supposed to be listening to this. And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret. Shh. It's a secret. Shh. All right. So this episode is going to be about baseball. Um, I am not a expert in the sport nor am I a huge fan. I do have respect for the sport, but the topic I'm going to go with is how baseball is one of the most dry and boring of sports, yet if you are there in person, it is one of the most dangerous sports. Um, what I mean by that is if you are sitting in some of like the front rows, which I'm assuming a lot of these people pay hundreds if not thousands of dollars a year to go there and get these seats um you're in line at least a couple times a game to just get absolutely drilled by a line drive foul ball or just a loose bat that the batter can't hold on to and for comparison like monster truck rallies you know cars don't go into the stands a ufc fight like chuck liddell or McGregor, like, they're not going to come into the stands and then, like, start fighting there. It's not, like, interactive theater. Same with, like, hockey. Hockey has nets all around all around the rink, pretty much, or at least just where the goals are, because even if somebody takes a slap shot, like, you, it's almost physically impossible to lift a shot at that velocity over the boards and over the net, you know? But here you are in baseball... A sport that just almost encourages you to pull out your phone, take pictures, text your best friend, call your mother, uh, I don't know, do some sporkle quizzes, you know? And I just, I don't get it. Because if, if somebody came up to me and said, like, hey, I got tickets to this baseball game, and then we got, like, they were really good seats, and they were in that foul ball territory, I would be terrified. I would be absolutely terrified, because... I know for a fact I'm not going to be paying full attention the entire time. I'm going to be nervous, I'm going to be sweating, but boy am I going to look at my phone because there are so many stoppages in play. There's somebody trying to pick off a runner at first base, there's managers coming out and talking to pitchers, there's letting the relief pitcher warm up, there's, I don't know, time, they allow time for the batter to readjust and re-stick their gloves and touch their dick and kick their cleats and stuff like that after every pitch. And then foul ball after foul ball after foul ball after foul ball. Like, dude, this shit is kind of boring. It's the first inning. Like, no shit. I don't really give a shit. I got my $30 beer and my $30 hot dog for a total of $60. I also had to pay $20 to park here. So, man, I'm just losing money and I might actually lose my life because all it's going to take is one text from somebody I haven't talked to in a while and I'm going to go, oh, shit. And then I'm really overthinking what this text is about. And all it takes is just one crack of the bat, and I'm, I'm gone. Or, or it, even worse, I'm a vegetable, and I lost, like, half of my IQ. And I don't even remember who my family is. And I just think that's, like, I, I don't know if other people think of this, but it just kind of scares me. Um, because I'm looking at, like, the generation below us who are, who are being raised now, where they, they fell out their mom's womb and they hit an iPad, and it's been currently in their possession ever since. Like, these... I thought my generation was ADHD, but holy fuck, these kids just appear as if they're born screen attached to them. Like, it's an extension of their arms. So, like, if you have kids and you're in this position, you, you're just setting them up for potential death for a sport that's 
albeit kind of exciting it is baseball's cool especially playoffs it's a very like intense and like you have to know the game to really enjoy it but holy smokes from just the layman's perspective it's kind of just dry it drags on a lot and it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense to me that they can't put a net right there they have one behind the home plate which makes sense because if you hit a foul ball like sometimes it can just slice and it's it appears as if the bat never even touched it and the ball can just keep going at like a top speed of 100 and stuff like that but when they're hitting it like the exit velocity is even higher it's somewhere around like 150 miles an hour an object coming at your, at your kid's face at 150 miles an hour like how has nobody suggested okay let's just put a net here like how many more deaths or like injuries is it going to take and even if it doesn't injure you you could just be sitting there with your 35 dollars nachos that took 20 minutes to make and you're all dressed up you got your white tigers uniform on and then boom a ball or a bat just comes in and now your entire outfit's ruined like that's just silly it's just backwards and barbaric if you ask me um i think that's all the content I really have. <clears throat> um, I just want to make a special shout out to Chris Kubel. I really enjoy his uh, insightful kind of conversations that he has with himself. Uh, I, I just find him really interesting and fascinating and I, I come back and listen to him constantly. I've never met Bobby personally, but boy are his travel stories insanely interesting, much more interesting than anything I've ever done in my life. And of course T-Wags. Like, he is the best stand-up comedian who's never thought about doing stand-up. Um, Ryan, fuck you. You know, I, I already blew you three episodes ago or two episodes, whatever. You know I love you. But anyways, take care. Bye, everybody. I get into music artists artists who make music uh, I like deep deep dive into it to the point where it's not a bad thing but I I have been told it's it's an interesting take I like learn everything there is about them um, I don't know what it is I think it's wanting to know the process of how an artist does it and just like having additional information and backstory about like if songs affect me a certain way, like why they were made, what led those people to make stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just really deep dive into it. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of them. Um, one is Walter, etc. Walter Mitting's Makeshift Orchestra, which I previously talked about. Go back and listen to that episode for more in depth. He's the <coughs> he's the uh, transition song underlining on the intro and on the outro um but yeah i learned everything about him i mean he's very small so like just some of the stuff and plus he has a patreon and all that stuff so it's easy to learn about him the other big one was the front bottoms which depending on when this comes out i believe i've talked about them but i learned everything there is about them that they're from new jersey that when they were kids they're their mom 
got them a studio session and they recorded a whole album uh, during that studio session. It was probably garbage, never released, but just stuff like that. Uh, um, one of the big ones was Childish Gambino. Um, I know, knew, know so much about uh, because the internet and just all this stuff about Childish Gambino uh, to the point where when he was brought up, I feel like I was probably just annoying with how much facts I knew about him. Um, and I've started to just do that with a lot of things. And I think it's a good thing that when I'm really interested, I really dive in there. Uh, some of the Childish Gambino stuff is like, oh, did you know that he was discovered well he was discovered doing like stand-up or something like that and tina fey found him for 30 rock but he submitted a spec script of the simpsons and they honestly anything that you want to know about josh Gambino, just look into because the internet i'm going to do a whole podcast about because the internet so i'll spare you some of the details um like more recently uh aries uh he's kind of hard to find out stuff about but the thing that i found interesting was like I'm not looking for like really minute details. I'm more looking about like, oh, isn't this extra cool that this artist that I like also does this stuff and or does that stuff? Like Aries started as a YouTuber and he made music, but he made most of his name as a YouTuber explaining, you know, how he makes his songs, but also like taking like the Fortnite dance, but it went even harder, like pretty typical YouTube stuff. And then he transitioned into more of like a pure artist. And he does all his editing and directing with help from others. But yeah, his editing style, ridiculous. Um, same with recently I got into uh, Remy, Remy Wolf. Originally, I got into it because I was so into Dominic Fike. Fike? Fike? And uh, their song Photo ID is, just makes me so incredibly happy. I love that song. It's so upbeat and so fun and it's so interesting and funky. But I recently got into her and I saw some just I was like looking for um, music videos, which her music videos are wild. And I saw that she was on an interview for American Idol. And apparently when she was young, she tried out for American Idol. And then I saw another interview where she apparently was a junior Olympic skier. Just stuff like that. I love finding stuff like that out. Like right before I started this podcast, I've recently been getting into obviously skating, but just like getting even more into like how fucking genuine and cool Tony Hawk is. Um, and I just listened to an interview where he said, oh yeah, I still edit some of my stuff. I back in the nineties, I used to edit to make ends meet. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, all my social media, I do it all myself, blah, blah, blah. For somebody that big, it's it's pretty cool that he's so genuine and down to earth. And just learning more about just some of the people who inspire me is really, really, really interesting. And, yeah, I take a lot of pride in that. And also, on top of that, like, finding stuff out where, like, certain artists are, like, friends with each other. Like, the Front Bottoms and Modern Baseball are friends, but also Modern Baseball took Walter, etc., on tour, and their friends, and it was just like it's really cool to be like, oh, the people I like all like each other, and you know, I just think it's so interesting to just learn more about how artists make what they make and the path that they took to get there. I once promised you I'd finally write a happy song, but here it 
Hi everyone. I'm going to talk about fruit today. Um, I guess a little background. I studied wildlife biology in college and I got to take, you know, I got to study botany where I learned a ton about plants. And while there is so much I could talk about, what I wanted to focus on today are just the fruits of the plants. So I think it's good. I will even, basically I'm just going to tell you some random pointless facts about some of the fruits that we eat like every day. Um, like raspberries and strawberries and you know pineapple, tomatoes, and even sunflower seeds. And sunflower seeds are actually a fruit. And I will get to that in a second. But I'm going to start with like general plant reproduction. Oh, and also like another background is I work with plants all the time in my career. Like that is my job. Um, while I'm not, I will not call myself a botanist. Um, if you know who I am, based on my voice, uh, feel free to send pictures to me of plants if you want to know what they are but just know I'm not an expert like I'm not going to know everything so disclaimer but anyways so the reproductive cycle of plants uh, we'll start there so you know you have you know you have a flower and you have the different parts of a flower you have the stamens which are the male part they're like the parts with all the pollen on them and then depending on what type of flower you have you have you know the pistil that's typically in the middle and the pistil is the female part and just so you know, plants actually have ovaries. So what happens? The stamen creates pollen. The pollen makes it to the pistil. You know, the pistil takes it in, sucks the freaking pollen down into the ovary, and it starts creating a fruit. And, you know, fruit, animal eats fruit, blah, blah, blah. That part's not important. I'm interested in telling you guys about the fruit part. So I'll go with the, like exactly what a fruit is. And I like to think of fruits as like similar to a Russian doll. Okay, so you have like that, either that fleshy or like hard outer layer. And then sometimes if you have a harder la outer layer, you have like a fleshy inner layer or something like kind of surrounding the seed, kind of like, um, like a pear. You have that fleshy outer layer you've got the other like that inside part and then you've got the seeds on the inside or like a peach or apple what have you um so yeah that's basically what what fruits are um and that is why actually a sunflower is a fruit okay so the seed everybody says sunflower seeds um and correctly so that is what you eat in the sunflower seed but the actual you know the little shell that holds the sunflower seed that is actually a fruit of a sunflower and I I remember learning that and I thought that was so weird um it's actually if you want to get really into it, it's called an akeen fruit where you have that outer shell and then just the seed inside um, another really weird fruit is a strawberry so you know you're holding a strawberry in your hand you're looking at it it's got that green top it's got like the really good stuff that you the red stuff like that fleshy i'm saying fleshy a lot and i'm sorry i don't really know how to describe it it's got that fleshy like that tasty part that you eat and then all the little seeds right like everybody calls them seeds 
but it turns out that those seeds are actually the fruit. So similar to how a sunflower seed is a fruit, those quote unquote seeds on the strawberry are actually the fruit of the strawberry plant. They're just all kind of, you know, a strawberry is actually called, I believe a multiple fruit or an aggregate fruit. I always get those confused. I know a raspberry is another one, but yeah. I thought that was so crazy. So one single strawberry that you're eating has like a ton of fruits on it. Um, so that's mind blowing. A raspberry is the same thing. It's kind of different. It's more similar to, you know, just every little ball that makes up a raspberry is that aggregate, like fleshy stuff that's holding all the seeds and all the seeds within the raspberry are actually the fruits of a raspberry plant. So, I don't know. I just felt like sharing that because I thought it was super cool and I learned it. It's some random fact that you can, like, try to one-up your friends with when you're eating strawberries or raspberries or even sunflower seeds. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I got. Uh, Things are going to get better.